Welcome to Two Inches Off the Ground. When you are enlightened, you live your life. Two Inches Off the Ground. Thank you for downloading this episode. Check out Clubhouse. I am involved in the Happy Healthy Community. That's the club. And we have a gut health room usually at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday and Wednesday of this week. So check out my Instagram for those details. Also, before we start the podcast today, I really am asking for your help as listeners, as the audience, because I'm kind of stuck in a little bit of a conundrum, quandary, whatever you want to call it, and I want to explain what's going on. So for my other podcasts, two minutes off the ground, I'm not getting a lot of downloads, and it's a lot of work I'm putting in for that podcast for you know, unfortunately, not much return. And it's a good lesson for me. I've learned as a podcaster, ask your audience what they want before you go ahead and spend the money and the time and subscribe or submit to Apple. It's a lot, you know, submitting to each of these platforms. It's a, it's money. I'm not going to lie. It's also you have to get the artwork made up as well. So there's a lot that goes into it. And, you know, I look at it as, okay, a learning experience for me. I did not ask you guys what you wanted that other podcast to be, what you need from Source, what you need from me. How can I help you in any way possible? I think I went at that podcast saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do instead of, asking people. So that's what I'm asking for today. I'm asking for your help for two minutes off the ground. And and the concept of the podcast is receive your daily two-minute message from source. So I am going to scale back from the daily message. That's first of all. I think I'll maybe do one message a week, one extra message, maybe even two. But I want to ask you guys what you would like to see out of that podcast? What do you need? What's something small and extra you need from source, from me, once a week? What would you need? And I will rebrand that podcast for you. And what would resonate for you to tune in and listen? If you could please DM me, text me, email me, that would really help because I'm kind of stuck in a quandary with that one. So I want to say I'm taking some time off for two minutes off the ground for the next maybe two to three weeks because I want to rebrand it. I don't want to give up on two minutes off the ground because I think it's actually a really good concept, but I need to retool it. So please, if anyone can reach out and help me and, and give me some ideas, that would be amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of you. Today's topic is making permanent change. This is a topic from a listener request. And when this person told me, I said, wow, what a great idea. I I absolutely love this idea for the topic. So this is dedicated to this person. You know who you are. Why do people change, right? For usually two reasons, because we want to or we're forced to. Our hand is forced and we really have uh, no other way to go but to change. And that, what I've seen in my middle-aged life, is usually that's the way it goes. I want to talk about my story of when the universe 
forced my hand to change. And by the way, I'm going to use the word, for those of you that are new to this podcast, I use the word spirit, source, universe, interchangeably. That can be for you, God, intuition, whatever resonates with you. Back in 2015, I was living a very status quo life. I had what looked on the outside a good relationship, and it wasn't bad. There was no drama, but it wasn't what I wanted. I was also living in a place that normally I would not live in. I had friends around me that I don't think were the right friends for me at the time and and for my growth, even though they were good people. On top of it, I was doing a job that was good, and I liked it, but it wasn't great, and I wasn't getting excitement out of it. So I was living a very, you know, basic status quo life. In the winter of 2015, I decided to learn how to snowboard because snowboarding looks so beautiful, and, you know, they're just flowing down the slopes, and that looks so peaceful. I love that and surfing, but you're going to find out why I should never be a snowboarder or a surfer. On my second day of snowboarding, I have a bad fall because I was stupid and didn't wear any of the protective equipment, which you should always do when you are a beginning snowboarder. You wear the jelly pad on your butt, you wear the elbow, you wear the wrist guards. I didn't do any of it. I ended up falling very hard on ice snow on my butt, and what ended up happening is I basically pushed back my sacrum and I remember getting up from that fall and just crying I was bawling there's a time I cried I had had talked about in another podcast that I can't cry lately there's a time I started bawling maybe I should do that I don't know so I fell and pushed back my sacrum I go to this acupuncturist and he tells me that he said just so you know you push your sacrum and for those of you that don't know where the sacrum is it is basically the tailbone and in metaphysical speak right that is where your root chakra is that is where your base is and that's where the base of kundalini awakening is or spiritual awakening that's where that kundalini energy is stored and what happened is this propelled me this snowboarding incident into a kundalini awakening because the acupuncturist needled me for six months. So all that kundalini energy was just zooming up my spine, zooming up my chakras. With a kundalini awakening, you get physical and emotional symptoms. So some people cry all the time, some people laugh, some people feel like they're manic because sometimes they're crying, sometimes they're laughing, there's depression, there's overeating, there's undereating, there are IBS symptoms, there's all sorts of things that can happen during a kundalini awakening. Some of them amazing and some of them not so amazing. So when this happened, I felt like I had this huge life shift. It was just Zoom. And my life literally flashed before me, right, of, wow, I'm about to be 40 in a couple years, and this is what I'm doing with my life. I I wasn't happy. And I wanted to break up with the person I was with who I was engaged to and was with for years and is a good person. But we just weren't right for each other. And I know I've discussed this before, but I wanted to wait to a certain time to break up with him. I know that sounds crazy, but I wanted to wait so it wasn't too close to the holidays and it wasn't too close to, you know, the anniversary of his parents' death or whatever it was. Then I end up going 
to a yoga class in the midst of this. And this yoga teacher, who's fantastic, loves to do lectures or whatever you want to call them, dharma talks throughout the entire session. So while you're doing yoga, he's talking and giving you a lecture. And I actually enjoyed that. Some people do, some people don't, but I liked his style. And that day, it was all about complacency. Are you complacent? Are you complacent in your life? Where are you complacent? And what happened was I came home and two hours later, I broke up with my fiance. And within a span of those two weeks, I had broken up with my fiance, changed jobs and moved. So you can imagine the life change I went through in two weeks. So I said to my friend at this time, actually I complained to my friend at this time who was nice enough to listen. I said, why did everything have to change at once? And he said, because it did. And I I tried to grapple with that logically. You know, why did this all have to change at once? And his answer, his simple, wonderful answer of because it did resonated with me so much. And you may be going through that right now, right? You may be going through that and say, man, I've had so many changes lately. Why? Why did it have to come? Why couldn't have one came now, one came six months later? Because that's what universe wanted for you. That's what source wanted for you. You were being pushed as we just talked about it, right? Do you want to change or are you forced to change? In this instance, I was forced to change because I was refusing to look at myself in the mirror. I was refusing. So I had to go and have this snowboarding accident and have a kundalini awakening, which by the way, this is my third kundalini awakening and I'm having one as we speak right now. I mean, like not within the past several weeks, I've been having one is what I'm trying to say. Source does this. Source pushes you to activate change for the better. And if source is giving you that push right now, listen to it. Listen to it. In my Kundalini awakening now, you know, I'm in a good place. I come on this podcast. Obviously, my life's not perfect. We all know that. But I'm in a decent place. I'm happy with where I'm living. I love my relationship. I love the work I do. I love this podcast. But Source still wants me to change for the better. So this Kundalini awakening, sorry if this is TMI, but I'm having a lot of IBS symptoms, which are not fun at all. And I'm having... Sometimes I feel like I can float off the ground. I'm so ascended some days. And then there are days where I need a lot of rest, where I need to go to my bedroom and pop on Netflix for an hour, a couple hours, because I am so overwhelmed and physically tired. And in regard to the actual physicality of it, I'm having a lot of pains in my legs. And I'm fine. I'm good, but I'm taking it easy on myself because I've been doing all these hip openers. I've been doing hip openers every night. And guess what? From doing these hip openers, my IBS symptoms are getting a little better. From doing these hip openers, I am noticing that I don't wake up with any back pain in the morning like I used to. So I'm doing a lot of hip openers at night. And that's helping me too. And Source has pushed me to make that change because things just weren't going well. And in regards to my legs right now, I'm not doing any big walks because I am not up for it. And that's okay because Source is telling me, you know what? You're going through a lot right now physically. You need to rest and that's okay. I know for me, I need the sledgehammer. You know, you have that little voice or little whisper in your ear saying change or this is what you need to do or listen to me. This is your intuition. This is Source talking. 
it's universe saying it's your time to change, right? Either one, it's universe saying, hey, make this little change, make this big change. But with me, you know, if you think of a toolbox, you have these cute little wrenches and you have this cute little screwdriver, which is the soft approach. With me, uh, most of the time, source needs to do a sledgehammer approach because I just, sometimes I've gotten better and we'll talk about that later, but I don't listen to that little whisper or that little voice or I haven't in the past. So then the sledgehammer comes out and now Jennifer has to change out of force, right? So whether we've changed out of want or out of force, how do we make sure that change for the better is actually permanent, right? So we've we've either been activated somehow by the sledgehammer approach or the little voice or the whisper approach, but how do we make sure that is going to be a permanent change for the better? Yvonne Perry, who I talked about last week, who wrote Light Language Emerging, says the high we receive from meditation may not last or make permanent changes. So what happens, and she explains this well in her book, is we meditate, we're on a high, we feel great. Maybe we're on a high for an hour after that, we're feeling great, and then we go back to our daily routine. Her solution, and I love this because I've been getting this message from Source so much lately, is to root down in the body as well. Connect with Mother Earth as much as we connect with spirit and using the body as a connector between spirit and Mother Earth. So you think of spirit, spirit's up high, coming into your crown chakra, above your head, right? And then Mother Earth is that rooted, grounded, you take your shoes off, you're stepping on the earth, you're stepping on the dirt, you're stepping on the grass, that's Mother Earth. So I love this idea of bringing quote-unquote, heaven and earth, or as we say metaphysically, spirit and mother earth into our body, and our body serves as the connector. And this is how, Yvonne says, we make permanent change. So for me, I'm thinking about my diet. I'm eating meat, vegetables, and fruit right now. Everything is fresh and organic and yada, yada, yada. You guys know that, right? nothing else. So if I want to put, you know, some nuts in a smoothie right now, if I want to have some beans for protein, not happening. It's meat, vegetables, fruit, and that's it. And I find that I'm very grounded with the meat for now. You know, I haven't decided. Maybe I'll stop eating meat. Maybe I won't. I just, I haven't figured it out. But in the present moment, I like how my body feels with this groundedness. The meat sustains me from starving. I feel full and I feel like I have energy with the meat. So if I don't have meat right now, this change is actually way too dramatic for my body. It's way too dramatic of a change. If I just started to go to fruits and vegetables, that would be a problem for me right now. That would be a problem and there would be a sledgehammer approach probably from source. That would not be pretty, and I wouldn't feel well. I know this right now. I just I wouldn't feel well taking that meat out and having no other source of protein. And yes, I understand dark leafy greens have protein. I, I get that, but for me and my body, I need a little more. So I like where I am because I'm connecting with Mother Earth with the grounded meat and spirit with the fresh organic fruits and vegetables. 
So I'm in this good space of homeostasis I'm creating for myself right now. But I have to say I am talking to my holistic practitioner later this week to add in nuts and coconut milk next week. Wish me luck. Maybe I'll get, (laughs) hopefully I'll get the green light, fingers crossed, because I do miss those two things. So how can you connect spirit and Mother Earth into your body to make a permanent change? Think about that one. It could be diet, like me. could be job, career, relationship, exercise practice. So for example, let's say you're trying to get healthy and you are killing it in the gym. You know, you're doing the whole thing in the gym. You're going every day, every morning for an hour and a half. You feel great. But then you go home and you still eat the processed foods you still eat the junk. There's a disconnect. Instead, we have to create balance. And I think this is what this idea of being the connector is, is creating that balance, right? So once that balance is created, then it turns into habit. They say it takes 20, I've read everywhere from 21 to 40 days to create a habit or to make something a habit. So there is something mindful in it as well because we're talking about the metaphysical and, and activating from source and that's wonderful but then mindset comes in and plays into this where we have to have a little bit of toughness in our mindset to keep this habit going and I think once you have that connector in place between spirit and mother earth then that will fall naturally because right now in the two weeks that I've been doing this diet There was one day that was hard for me and why it was hard was because I was so tired. I did not get sleep. Well, I did get sleep. I got four hours of sleep the night before, but it wasn't nearly enough for what I wanted to get. So I was just really dragging. I was really tired. And that's when I was having the cravings. Oh God, if there was ice cream in this house, I would tear through it. If there was this in this house, I would tear through it. I was having all those cravings. I was actually going onto my phone and looking up all sorts of desserts. I mean, good desserts, but still. So that's what happens to me. But once that habit is formed, then it can become a lot easier. I'm not saying that it's easy every day. Because let's be honest, we may have a bad day, we may have a bad day at work, we may have had a really bad discussion with our boss, we may have something happen with our children, with our parents, whatever it is, every day is different. So in the present moment, we have to take this idea of being the connector, we have to take this idea of creating balance, because like I said, I had one day where things were bad and I was pretty triggered. And I'm telling you, if I was in an ice cream shop, I would have had to leave. I couldn't have done it. I I can tell you right now, I couldn't have done it. If someone brought chocolate mousse into this house, I couldn't have done it. I would have had to have Craig take it to the gas station and throw it away. Can't even throw it away in my own trash. Even though we may make a habit, even though we are connecting to source and mother earth or spirit and mother earth however you want to call it you may have a day where it's really hard and even though you've activated that change the universe is still testing you so I just want to warn people on that but I think this idea of being the connector in the body is a great way to activate change in yourself as a metaphysical person and it really resonates with me It really resonates with me, especially what I'm going through with all this diet stuff. It just really, I don't know, I've been really clinging on to this idea. And I have a second idea 
that I think will really resonate with you as well. But before we go there, today I have a commercial break. I don't have them a lot, occasionally, but uh, today is one of your lucky days. So here we go. Definitely tell a friend if you like this podcast. Word of mouth is everything. And definitely give me a five-star rating and a review. I'm up to 11 ratings so far on Apple Podcasts. And I have, I looked at the stats this morning, almost 1,900 downloads for this podcast, which is great. And I am so appreciative and I'm so happy. But I'd love to get more ratings. So if you haven't done that, would you please go and do that? That's actually a goal of mine this year. So please help me out to really get up there in the ratings. Why it's so important is if you are searching on Apple Podcasts for a show, for a metaphysical show with a metaphysical topic, you're going to find my show much quicker if I have more ratings and reviews because Apple Podcasts ranks that higher, if that makes sense. So that's why it's a huge deal. So what I want you to do, if you haven't done it, do it now. Go to the main show page in Apple Podcasts and click on five stars and they're going to turn purple and for extra good karma choose write a review and that would help me out immensely so thank you so much if you've already rated and reviewed I so appreciate it and if you haven't please go do that now because that really helps me thank you also check out my metaphysical products at freespiritpodcast.com to support this podcast my last idea for making permanent change for metaphysical people is being open to the whispers and the small voices. As we ascend, it will get easier to listen to them. I promise you. Because when I was starting on my journey, I would still override a lot of these voices. And let me tell you, it's just like I told you with having a rough day after you've made a permanent change, same thing. Because there is a day, I'm sure, where in the, probably in the last month where I overrode one of those voices and then I looked at Craig and I said, I knew I should have listened to that voice. I knew this was going to happen. And it could be something so small. You will learn as you ascend and as you become closer to spirit and Mother Earth, you will know to listen to these small voices and these whispers. It takes time. It takes practice. We're all learning. Am I anywhere near perfect as metaphysical as I am? Am I anywhere near this? I talk about this stuff all day long, right? I go to all these workshops. I do the whole thing and I'm still not anywhere near there. And I won't probably be at the end of my life either. You know, it's going to be years and years and a lifetime of learning and maybe other lifetimes of learning. So that's okay because there's no end goal. And I have to remind myself of that a lot. Okay, there's no, what, what end goal am I rushing to? Because there's no end goal metaphysically. I want to give you a funny last example of my life that has happened in the past several months. And I think you will enjoy this. And this is the idea of maybe not that whisper or small voice but a medium-sized voice nudging at me and me ignoring it until I finally couldn't ignore it anymore. Months ago, I was eating this ice cream. And in my area, there's this one ice cream that's touted as being the healthiest. And it's actually not. If you look at the ingredients, it's actually crap ingredients. So I went and I researched the best ice cream I could possibly find with the most natural ingredients. And I found it. So I would bring these home and Craig and I would eat them. 
But what started to happen was every time I picked up one of these ice creams, and it could have been at the farm stand, another farm stand, at Whole Foods, that they would have freezer burn. And I would open them, and there would be freezer burn. And it happened all the time, to the point that I talked to the farm stand owners about it, and I would open the ice cream before I bought it to make sure it didn't have freezer burn. So then around a month ago, I had these almond milks made. They put them in glass bottles, and I know to transfer them, I know to take a quarter of that almond milk out and leave a quarter space so the almond milk, when I freeze them, can expand in the bottles. I do this religiously, completely forgot, and the almond milk exploded, and I had broken bottles, so I couldn't drink any of it. Okay, number three. I go to make this mayo that I love making. Saskia gave me the recipe. And it turns out perfectly. Every single time, I've never had an issue with this mayo. It turns out perfectly. The last time I made it, which was maybe a week ago, it was runny. It was watery. I couldn't fix it. And I noticed that it had, I think it had tea seed oil in it. And it had mustard seeds from the Dijon. And I shouldn't be eating seeds right now. And then the last thing is, I went and picked up something at this all-natural store. And right behind the register, there was cacao nibs. They were unsweet and they were healthy, the whole nine yards. And I wanted to buy them. So I had my hand on them. And I was looking at them. And the next thing I know, I'm driving in my car. And I said, oh, man, I forgot the cacao nibs. So I text my friend who works at the store. And I say, hey, I think I paid for the cacao nibs, but I didn't grab them on the way out. And he texted me back and said, listen, the receipt says, nope, you did not pay for these cacao nibs. And I said, really? I'm losing my mind. So this was the fourth voice from source telling me, no, you can't eat this way. And we're not going to allow you to eat this way anymore. So that's the idea of just, okay, well, I'm not listening. And I'm not listening. And I'm not listening. I shouldn't eat ice cream. I was told not to have the nut milks. Don't have the nut milks. There are seeds in that mayo. The cacao nibs, let's not go to the cacao nibs right now, even though they're healthy. Let's, let's keep that as a treat where we get a smoothie once a week. And these four voices and signs from source are saying, stay on this diet for now and cleanse your system. Get the toxins out so that you can truly allow in spirit and mother earth. Clean up your body connector because once you do, that will activate permanent change. So think about how you can connect spirit and mother earth within you, within your body to activate the permanent change you are craving in your life. And until next time, live your life two inches off the ground.